0: Something on your mind? Just want to let you know you're sitting in my chair.
1: Is that a fact? Yeah, it's a fact. Well, for a man that don't go healed, you run your mouth kind of reckless, don't you? No need to go healed to get the bulge on a like you.
0: Is that a fact? Hmm. That's a fact. All right,
2: kids, here we go. Seminars October 15th through the 17th with a few spots left. Then December 10th through the 12th. And then February 4th through the 6th. All of those, of course, in Wichita Falls. For camps coming up, we have a coaching development camp covering how to coach the squat on November 6th in Cincinnati at Starting Strength Cincinnati. Then we have a couple self sufficient lifting camps on the list. That's covering the squat, the press, the deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. One on November 13th, and then one on January 22nd, both those in Wichita Falls. Just added a squat camp to the list on the Mediterranean, no less. That'll be in Tel Aviv, Israel on November 20th. And then we have a squat and deadlift camp in Phoenix on November 6th at Weights and Plates. And finally, a three-lift camp covering the squat, the press, the deadlift in Baltimore at 5x3 on November 7th. A couple new starting strength gyms have started their pre-sale process. San Antonio, Texas is now taking pre-sales as well as Cincinnati. And the cool thing about Cincinnati is that if they get to 100 pre-sale signups within the month, Ray Gillenwater has committed to getting a tattoo of Harambe on his back to honor our fallen hero, blessed be his name. For more information on locations, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And for more information or details on anything that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage
1: welcome to starting strength radio it's friday and you know what that means god damn this has been a rough week i mean look at me just look at me you have no idea how rough a week this has been You know, and with a re- with a week this rough, what do I have to do first? I have to read these fucking things here that are coming from, from, from Roma. the heaters. <laughs> Look at all these damn things. many is five pages of these. Yeah, five or six. Well, this is amazing.
0: That's not even close to the uh I mean the total. Really? I mean there's a ton of uh vitriol towards you right now. Well there always is. Yeah.
1: There always is, but this is particularly prolific, right? Especially
0: now. Now. Yeah, they're pretty upset with you about the uh What are they mad at me about? Uh because we put the clip of you talking about uh, Oh about
1: the Olympic lifting guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So What was his name?
0: I don't know who the I don't know the guys. I I, well, there, it wasn't just one guy, right? There wasn't there like three videos that came I out. Have any idea? I just I didn't watch
1: them. Yeah. Well, I just heard about them. Watch them. <laughs> it's a good time. Why would I do that? It's a good time.
0: I'm a I'm a uh, I just heard I'm a, about them. I'm a fat, sycophant, yes man. Yeah, I saw that in here. And then you are. Uh, I'm pink and fat. You're pink and fat and yes, and
1: you know, way out of your lane, sir. I've, rip, stay in your lane. You're a personal trainer, not an advanced. Practice, medical, professional. <laughs> <laughs> you you guys are going to have to get past this idea that I'm fat. <laughs> that's, that's just, that's just you got, <laughs> Mark has metabolic syndrome, and his belly looks like he is in his third trimester. It's the ultimate insult. He, he doesn't need a spotter. He needs a midwife. Ah. <laughs> oh fuck all right who the fuck is this guy who the fuck is this guy he needs to stay in his lane when it comes to olympic lifting
0: is it d-a-f-u-q yeah nice kim
1: Sing Rai. oh interesting actually put his name on here but that's not his name
0: I wonder if there's a dictionary or like a, you know, there's a, a an approved list of things to say. Because stay in, in your
1: lane is a pretty. Stay you know, in your lane is the most common. Yeah, you it's know.
0: just something that's right there on the
1: tip of the. Tongue. Because see, because I only have one lane. One lane. Everybody. Does. That's all anybody's allowed. is yeah. One lane. Right. Right. Oh, here it is. I forgot this part of it. His fanboy is cute, blindly following him and sucking up. Oh, is that me? That's you. I am a fanboy. Fanboy.
0: Yeah. That's how
1: this all started. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us now. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) Fat. Fat. Pink. You're no, drifting I'm, you're out of brown. our lane. You're well, a POC. I'm, P- I'm, a, I'm a POC. You're a POC. I'm tired of being called a <laughs> white man. And then we just drift out of our lane all the time. All the time. Drift out of our lane into other things. Stick with what you know. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Rip is just a bookseller who dabbles in conspiracies. <laughs> 2020 election fraud, and he's a climate change denier. Ah. Uh. You're starting to see just how startling. Ah, oh, now the sentence actually makes some kind of sense. To see how similar he is to Trump. Ah, okay. Between his vanity. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's pretty vain. obvious today. I, I look at <laughs> Look how vain I am, right? Thin skin and lack of willingness to even attempt to understand another side or coherently enter into a debate mm. like Trump he has his inner circle of charlatans ah, yes. <laughs> yep that push and praise him to even higher idealization idolization of himself disgusting
0: if only they knew if only they knew the truth
1: Oh, they wouldn't accept the truth. You can't handle the truth. Where was that? That's did Nicholson good men. say something? Yeah, a few
0: good men, Jack Three Nicholson. Right. So you you may be a victim of of us, the sycophants back here pushing yeah. you
1: along, pushing me, pushing along. you, the silly the old man. Heights of self, yeah, idolization. That's right. Oh why, oh why does Rip engage in subjects? he knows almost nothing about. His hubris on virology and climate science undermine everything else he says. He should stick to lifting heavy things for five reps. Well, if I did that, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. No, we wouldn't. Oh, God. Isn't it interesting that you can only know one thing. Yeah. According to these fucking idiots here. This is – oh, now, this is – but this is – actually, this one is very hurtful. <laughs> All right. But I'm going to read it because I want everybody to understand that I uh, – It's for the fans.
0: Impartial. It's, not, it's for the fans.
1: It's, it's not about It's for the fans. You know. this, is, this is an impartial examination of – the whole the all the opinions the worthful worthwhile opinions that get typed onto this bullshit. All right. My son made this recipe because he's a starting strength sycophant. This is regarded how to make Texas chili, the cafe classic. This is gonna be good. My son made this recipe because he's a starting strength sycophant. In other words, he doesn't think I'm fat. Right. I get. Yeah. It was horrible. How could you get so fat eating that crap? It's the sides, man. It's not the chili. No,
0: it's It's the, the sides. It's the crackers. It's the crackers? It's the crackers. It's the mountains of Velveeta
1: cheese. Maybe, you know what? Maybe your fucking son doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> no, no shit. Never thought about that. The, not the fault of the recipe. How old's the son? Did it say in there? Didn't say. Oh, it his, didn't his say. Son. Maybe he's three. The, the kid can't he, cook. He fucked up, up the recipe. recipe. I mean, if you think there's something wrong with that chili recipe, you, sir, are a fool. I think you've already made that clear since you've typed a comment from the haters. right and last look at this oh man that took some effort this i'm telling you this is some quasi-intellectual bullshit here and uh i thought i'd just read it just for the fuck of it because it's can't wait it's just fascinating can't wait let's hear it ripeto has proven himself on many occasions to be a self-serving idiot, and, like most YouTubers, often contradicts himself. By far the smartest and most honest thing he ever said about weightlifting. Olympic lifts, unlike powerlifting, a true athletic endeavor. Is that he isn't going to comment about it anymore because in the US there are only a few hundred people who take the sport seriously, and none of them gives a damn about what he has to say about it. Yeah. It's no right lies about there yet. yeah. His basic points are that his basic points are that, that athletic performance, health, and longevity improve primarily from improving your single rep, deadlift, and low bar squat. And the best way to do that is to lift to failure all the time. Oh.
0: He was doing pretty See, well. He's he's doing pretty well up yeah. to that
1: point, and then he just falls right in line with everybody else, which is exactly what I said on that clip right. that Brie posted the other day. They mischaracterize my argument, and then they refute that. Yep. Standard approach here. His arguments, which are essentially high school Physics definitions of force, work, and power are overly simplistic at best and, in fact, just plain wrong. (laughs) He once claimed, of course he didn't say why, he once claimed that the best way for a cancer patient to deal with cancer is to get his, her deadlift up to 500 pounds. I remember when you claimed that.
0: It's fresh in everybody's mind.
1: Yeah. Well. Come on, man. It's just not reasonable to... (laughs)
0: I mean, don't, yeah, don't
1: do chemo. Don't don't for a second take the idea seriously that the 500-pound deadlift might be a metaphor for a a more important concept. God damn. I assume he said that in jest. His comment that if you are flexible enough to do a low-bar squat, you have all the flexibility required in life was almost certainly made seriously. He reminds me of some pea brain CrossFit executive who once put up a fuel gauge of health, which went from dead on the left to extremely fit for what, in parentheses, on the right, and said, if you're fit, you can't get sick before you get unfit, just as your fuel tank can't get from full to empty without being half full at some time. Well, I don't really understand that comment, but, of course, I'm not as intelligent as this person is. All these strength coaches, strength coaches, are bozos selling hot air. The entire fitness industry is made up of charlatans, either selling unrealistic results to the naive, appealing to those too lazy to decide for themselves what to eat, or clowns like Ripito. I wouldn't go so far as to call him a charlatan. Mm who make money telling people that they will get bigger and stronger as defined by the ability to do deadlift and squat by performing the deadlift and squat, duh, and act as if these activities require about the same amount of skill as that required to be a world-famous concert pianist or world-class ballerina. This guy should write a blog. I think he should. He certainly makes some good points. I don't know what they are, but, <laughs> uh, but you know. Thanks for taking the time, man. Man, that was, he probably got 30 minutes into then. Didn't he?
0: Wasted 30 minutes of company time.
1: Yeah, while well, he's on somebody else's clock. That's right. No doubt. That's the way it goes. Yeah, that's where all these things come from. Yep, from the cubicle. Yeah. We should just start calling the it cubicle. Comments
0: from comments the Cubicle. Comments from the
1: Cubicles. Yeah. Comments from the Cubicles. I like that. Yeah. But today, they are comments, comments. From, from Roman, Roman. The, the haters. haters. <laughs> <sighs> One of these days, damn, I wish everybody didn't enjoy this so much cuz I quit reading. Well, I was, was going to say one
0: of these days we got to do one of just all good all the positive comments cuz you don't ever get on there, you There's don't. There's never any positive. Sure there com- are. There are a ton of positive you comments. You think? Yeah, no, I know. I, really? I yeah. You've seen. Right?
1: Yeah. Sure. There are positive comments. Well, if we but if we read those it's not all as the haters fun. would say, "Oh, you wrote you made those up, rip." Yeah. yeah. You wrote those. I'm just you're it's for fat, your for your mental health. You're pink. You know,
0: I mean, look at you today. I mean, look this at is what it. you end up with. You read <laughs> hater comments all the time.
1: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you're an
0: <laughs> you're an interesting shade of red today. <laughs> well, I've <haven't> been outside. <laughs> it's, the
1: it's the white shirt. That's what it you is. You think of, that's what it's it fucking is? Fucking up the white balance. Yeah. <laughs> contrast with the white belt. I don't yeah, remember. I'd occasionally wear a white shirt. I used to just wear t-shirts white t-shirts. just white t-shirts But well, those goddamn things get dirty so fast and then you wash them and they don't get clean and yeah yeah you end up having to throw them away after 35 or 40 wearings you know, <laughs> you know.
0: and they're also two dollars a piece right like those white yeah. t-shirts the little shitty ones
1: right come in a pack of eight a pack of eight for four dollars right at walmart well not anymore yeah not anymore they're all in a container ship now. They're on a container ship. Yeah, the ones that are replacing the, the ones that I bought at Walmart are out, floating, <laughs> off the coast of California someplace. Yeah, adrift. Yeah. Yep, lined up. Did you hear? Have you seen the that, pictures? That pipeline thing. You know where the pipeline broke out there? No. Uh, was apparently caused by a ship's anchor. Oh damn! That pulled the thing loose. Shit. Because all this—have you seen
0: the pictures of the ships lined up yeah. out there?
1: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's fucking amazing. And why can't they get them unloaded? I don't, I don't know. The, the longshoremen on strike? Or when I was, in they're that... all being threatened with vaccination if they don't come to work. I, I wonder. Those, you know? I wonder
0: if it's something like that. Must have something. To just do like do. this Southwest thing going on, they're just not reporting on it. But yeah, oh, those, no, those not long, tell you what's going on. Those longshoremen could yeah. fuck up your entire week. You know, when I worked oh, in that easy. world over there in yeah. uh, in Reno, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and the strike lasts two days or whatever, but it it backs everything up, and everything's fucked. Yeah, for a week or two. Well, after that.
1: that's what we're in right now, and people don't understand this. People have no idea how fucked up the economy is, unless you know people in manufacturing, unless you know people logistics. in logistics. Right. you know, if you're just some poor schmo that goes into Walmart and wonders why. You know, a third of the shelves are empty and doesn't think about why that might be, right? Then uh you just have no idea what's going on. You know, I came come back from Colorado yesterday, and there isn't any diet seven up in a store between here and Colorado. I couldn't find diet. I, in fact, I didn't see any
0: <clears throat> seven up. At all? Yeah, I couldn't find. I just drove up from uh, from Austin, and I couldn't find Diet Dr Pepper. That I found Diet Dr Pepper. That's unusual.
1: But I only found it in the in the thirty two ounce, not the twenty ounce. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's only the beginning, man.
1: It's just yeah. It's all getting started. Yep. People don't realize how. Thank God Joe Biden is the president because you know what would. Make this whole situation worse than Trump it already is. Tweets, mean tweets. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we're in a much orange be- man's mean tweets. We're in a much better place today than we were. Oh God, yes.
0: Eleven months ago. I
1: mean, four dollar diesel as opposed to two dollar diesel. Yeah. That's much better. Yeah, that's much much better. Six percent unemployment is so much better than three and a quarter percent unemployment. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Making all those people work, that's like modern day slavery. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're in a much better place.
0: Yeah, remember all those sports events when everybody was chanting fuck Trump? You remember when that happened? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And everybody's making a big deal out of uh you know <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. Everybody's making a big deal out why you say anything when all those millions of people were going, Fuck Trump, fuck Trump. <laughs> right because <laughs> <laughs> they were getting ready to go back to work monday i guess yeah right instead of getting your fucking check out of the mailbox and <laughs> doing bong hits in front of netflix i'm no day. fan
0: of trump but this is truly fucked up you know they, they, they
1: oh, take I, trump any day over this month i mean what do you want to do you know yeah. what do you like more three and a quarter percent unemployment or 6% unemployment. I, I like, and all that 6% unemployment's bullshit. I like $4.20 premium gas. That's, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun, isn't it? Yep. Yep. And all you stupid bastards up in the Northeast don't understand that you're going to freeze to death this winter. This is the natural gas situation. Natural gas was like $1.80 during the Trump administration. And you guys are not going to be able to get any. Ah! You're going to freeze your balls off. Go buy blankets while you still have the opportunity. Because you're going to need the motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hold it. Wait. We're out of our lane. Out of our lane. Shit. Again. Out of our lane. All right. Let's get back in our lane. Yep. All right? Okay. Hopefully the first question is about lifting. Q&A today. Yes. How do you explain fluctuations in – I haven't read any of these, by the way. Okay. Good. Cold. We're just doing this cold. All right. As we say cold. All right. Eddie, you see why I keep doing this? You know why I keep doing it? Because you haven't read them. But, well, I haven't read them, but I like the, everything to be square. Oh, right, right, yeah. Like organization. Yep. You're that kind of guy. OCD, man. Yep. I can't, like.
0: Anytime I, I need to remind this. myself about your organization, I just go look at your desk.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I know where everything is <laughs> I know you know where the... it is. That's right.
0: And I, I've learned the system a little bit, too. If I need a pen or some shit, you know, the, the tape measure, I've learned the system a little.
1: Hey, who got that wooden block out of my office that I used to step up on because I'm short when I when I do my <laughs> copier right in front of the file cabinet? Where'd that go? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody stole it. You have a tubo for the copier? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had. I looked all over the gym last night. Just what need to the make hell? Copy of some music. I couldn't no, step I up it. on my little step stool. I didn't take operate it. Operate my copy machine. I don't know. Somebody I bet, got it. I
0: bet climber took it to fuck with you.
1: <laughs> Could be. Could be. I don't know. He's.
0: <laughs> what the hell? I don't know but if that would have occurred. You. Your block is just gone. Yeah, it's a little square piece of. I can I can picture it in my head. Anyway, we got to yeah. find that. Yeah, I got to
1: make a I note. Wonder if Rusty took Ask it. Ask Carmen where that is. I'll text her right now. Text her right now and ask her where the fuck that is. Because I'll I'll forget while I'm thinking about it. All right. Back to my lane. (laughs) All right. How do you explain fluctuations in strength increases in the absence of other variables? For example, I recently failed bench press at a certain weight for three consecutive lifting sessions of my NLP. I finally completed the three sets of five on the fourth lifting session and have successfully completed two subsequent lifting sessions at higher weights. In fact, the bar felt much lighter after I got unstuck and added weight. There was no change in my diet, weight, or sleep patterns to account for this, and I cannot think of a physiologic mechanism to account for it. Nor did I have the deadly COVID-19 virus. Why do these fluctuations happen? Well, Joe, I don't know, man. But I do know. What I do know is that people are terrible at accounting for variables. People are terrible. People do not – like, for example, if you ask somebody – they did a lot of studies done on this. People who uh, are reporting on on their diet. For example, if you ask somebody to write down what they had for, to eat for the past three days, it's never accurate. Self-reporting is never accurate unless you keep a diet log as in real time throughout the day and everything you put in your mouth you write down in terms of what it is and the quantity right if you if you don't do that the diet shit is going to be wrong every single time it's going to be wrong because people are not good at remembering what they ate and yet nutrition science diet science still uses self reported data what we know it's bullshit you know because people are terrible at remembering what they've done people are terrible at accounting for all these variables and diet sleep all these kind of things you don't know how well you slept you don't you got no way to control the amount of external stress that you've been under or during that period of time uh, but let's say that you did accurately account for all those variables it is not always possible to say why something happened it is not always possible to say why you got hurt right i have pulled a quad during the ninth set of 10 sets two so we can't say i wasn't warm you know, why did I pull the quad because it tore you know sometimes there's no way to to understand everything that happens there are many many variables and certainly not all of them you are aware of certainly there are more variables than you are aware of there always is when you're talking about a physiologic system you add a, a a new experimental drug into the into the physiology of a human there are very few concrete conclusions that you can draw from making observations about what happened subsequent to the adding of the chemical because we don't know what all of the variables are it's impossible to control variables you don't know exist and this is just the case When you're dealing with any aspect of physiology, okay. Uh, So I don't know, I don't know. You don't know either. Just go ahead and train. The
0: only reliable thing you can look at is is uh, trends. You know, I mean, you know, anybody who's weighed themselves every day knows it. You know, two two up, two down, four up, five down.
1: But All so right. you gotta look at and, and, you, and you can't go back and say, well, why did I go up to Exactly? Because the effect
0: might be delayed by a, a week, a day, who knows? You don't you don't you, you, have, don't any know. you, you don't have any know. idea. You don't know.
1: You may have misremembered drinking that shit. That's right. You know? That's right. You may have not accounted for the ice cream. Yep. You know? So you gotta look at your habits
0: um and then try to make deductions based on your habits. Right. If you can.
1: And it, and to do that accurately, you have to be an OCD weirdo. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, contest level bodybuilders are OCD weirdos, right? Cause if you're going to get your body fat down to 5%, that's not normal. And neither are you, you know, and even then you can't, if you're trying to do your best at controlling these kinds of variables all day long. You still can't do it. You still can't do it because humans fuck stuff up. It's what we do. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, it, there you go. And it's also not it's also not necessary because 80, you know, let's just say 80% of what needs to be done gets you there. You know what I'm So, so the, yeah. the question is, how do I account for all these variables? You don't need to account for all the variables. No. You focus on what the priorities are right. uh, getting stronger, hitting the PR on this one lift, gaining weight, losing weight, whatever the priority is, and just focus on that one priority. And the, all the variables will tend to align themselves to that goal.
1: See, and, and we haven't addressed <coughs> the most important variable in this question. I don't know that you were benching with correct form. Exactly. You know, I don't know what you were thinking about during the rep you missed. I don't know where your elbows were. I don't know how good your arch was. All the shit that goes into completing uh, the fifth rep of the third set of five on the bench press. I don't know that you were controlling for all of it. I don't know. And you don't either. So don't be an OCD weirdo. Just train your best. (laughs) Push on the last rip as hard as you can. Don't be a pussy and rack it early. It may be what you did. I don't know. Yep. Have no idea, wasn't there? But uh, all I know is that sometimes you can't tell why something went wrong. I wish you could, but you can't. Okay. Our friend Tony Linell Parham asks: Is bioavailability, and that is properly displayed in scare quotes here, something I should worry about in regards to beef protein powder? I stopped taking whey protein years ago due to it fucking me up. I have more recently been taking beef protein isolate. With no issues, and that's good enough for me. I only drink one double dose of the powder a day to complement my diet. My gut tells me this bioavailability stuff is balona. It'd be baloney for <laughs> everybody else. They ought to spell it like that, you know. So I've seen it spelled that way. I have, too. B-A-L-O-N-E-Y. N-E-Y. Yeah. Without a G. That's the Italian. Right. The official spelling. The WAP spelling. And as long as I'm not getting sick, it's all good. Spit some knowledge at me, rip. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with whey protein? It bothers his How guts apparently. anybody be bothered by whey protein? I've heard that. Isolate. No, I've heard that. Even, well, isolate. Whey protein concentrate. Don't buy that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't digest the concentrate. That's why it's cheaper. Okay? But whey protein isolate is perfectly benign stuff. Usually. I've had people I, bitch about whey protein isolate. I, I've never but heard anybody knows. complain about whey protein isolate. Yep. Uh, buy the unflavored kind and mix it different ways and just, you know, you're yeah. just drinking a milkshake, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a thousand look, if ways to make the shit. It, you know?
0: But look, if, if, it, it's, it's kind of a silly question because if, if whey—let's just say that whey isolate fucks up his guts, too— why does it matter what the bioavailability is of beef protein? Just take the beef Look, protein if you're,
1: if, and live with it. If you digested it, and it's got protein in it, then it serves the purpose. Right. I've never seen beef. Yeah, protein I've had powder. it
0: powder. I've had it. Yeah, there's a brand called uh, Carnivore. How do they make it? Uh, pff, good question. I don't know. How does it I taste? Lo- I, it tastes fine. Yeah, it tastes fine. I've never,
1: I've never seen. I mean,
0: it's chocolate good. flavor or whatever. never, vanilla, never whatever. had it. It don't doesn't know, taste any different than. Uh, than whey or anything, just because it's got so much. Well, they must sweetener. denature
1: the piss out of the thing. They do. It. Yeah, I, I looked it up when I bought it, but it. Uh, yeah, I've never had it. <clears throat> I just, you know, I mean, what with me being fat and pink and sure. shit, I just you don't just drink away I just don't drink protein powder. You just drink whey anymore. in uh in a in an ice cream shake, right? When I make a a, a protein drink, I will put it. In the orange soda, oh, it's so good. It's good. Yeah, tastes like a dream. Sickle, or you know, if I really, you know, there's some milk laying around, I'll put it in the in milk with some cocoa. Yeah, you know, so it's not too sweet, and uh, have a chocolate. Yeah, unflavored is the way to go. Unflavored's the only way to go. Yeah, you buy a can of chocolate, well, you're doomed. To finish chocolate. And if you don't want chocolate today, it's too bad because chocolate's all you got. All you, got. you got 10 pounds of it. 10 pounds of chocolate protein. <laughs> Get sick of that after a while. Want something different. Unflavored's the way to go. Yep. But bioavailability. That's marketing bullshit. Marketing bullshit. It's like all the quack doctors that do the bio-identical hormone replacement therapy bio-identical what do you think they're talking
0: about they're talking about it's more expensive
1: yeah right that's what they're talking about it's exactly what they're talking about yeah and uh so anyway let's see all right eat the beef protein it's fine yeah beef protein fine do it man uh you know eggs i used to make protein drinks out of six hard-boiled eggs now you need to cook eggs before you eat them you really do so you take the egg whites the uncooked egg whites do not stay in your stomach long enough to be available to be digested
0: so you're just blending up a whole egg with yeah. whatever
1: yeah, uh, the, the best way to do that, if you're going to use eggs, and I haven't bought eggs in a while. I don't know if they're there for a while. During the Trump administration, the eggs were cheap. <laughs> I was buying 18 eggs for 88 cents at Walmart. Uh, but if you, if you soft-boil eggs so that the yellow is still running and the white is set— and you put those in your protein drink. They're 7 grams a piece, 7-8 grams of protein a piece. And you get 55 grams of protein out of 6 eggs. And it's uh, so, a pretty good protein drink. What are you mixing and, it with, though? Well, uh, With uh, milk. So milk and eggs. Shit, yeah. man. Milk and eggs and put some chocolate in it or yeah. whatever you're just using eggs you can't taste the eggs right right yeah I, if the if the yellows are not set right and you blend up the heart the soft boiled eggs in a drink you can't taste the egg yep so you put some chocolate in with it and you've got you know real good quality protein hell back in the plasticine they used to sell milk and egg protein they still anybody still sell that
0: not milk and egg. I mean, they sell egg milk protein. Milk and egg
1: protein. Egg protein, but it's powdered. You know. This was milk and egg protein. A it, lot it's a drink. Had it
0: It was good. Is a drink? You just bought the. You would no the powder. It. Oh, it was powder. Okay,
1: okay, right. Yeah, they sell. And egg they sell protein.
0: egg protein. I've never seen milk and milk but.
1: and egg. Frank asks, could you talk a little more about the differences in training effect derived from volume day, heavy singles day work set day. I'm more interested in the press. Maybe it applies to all lifts. Well, if you're doing a volume day, a heavy singles day, and a work set day, you're an intermediate lifter. Okay, You're not going to squat that way three days a week. You're not going to deadlift or pull heavy like that three days a week. You're more interested in the press, and that's about all this applies to is the press uh difference training effect derived from volume day which is five sets of five day heavy singles day where you're doing peak intensity and work set day
0: the, the the answer is the training effect is cumulative so it's the 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 uh the adaptation you're looking for is strength getting the press heavier so all those other days just support that from, and that that applies to the, the squat too. Even though you're not going to set it up like that, but it's yeah, you know, it's it's it's
1: always a cumulative effect. Yeah, it's a cumulative effect of the of the different types of stress, and that's what you know. This is uh, this is post novice training, right? And <clears throat> when you have uh, gotten to the point where you've exhausted the ability of just five pound increases on sets of five to work, I mean, this is gone into in great detail in the gray book in practical programming so i think you need to look at that
0: i don't think this right. is what I, I don't know if this is what he's thinking or not but people always want to separate you know the the volume day is is going to be hypertrophy somehow and then the other day yeah. is going to be strength and right, one day is going right. to be this other high rips
1: sets of eight to twelve reps for hypertrophy or, yeah or sets of five for for strength and sets of two for power all that exercise fizz bullshit yeah just remember that's that a, a ridiculous oversimplification That's not what happened right
0: just remember over time and size is going to be uh, is going to be dependent for most people most of the time on how much weight is on the bar
1: that's right and if you take your set of 5 from 2 and a quarter to 495 you'll be bigger having done no 8 to 12 reps right and your volume day is going to go so up so what do you need to know about hypertrophy you know this, this is hypertrophy is for eight to 12 reps is a way for your coach to get you to continue to pay him when you don't need him to tell you eight to 12 reps fives get you bigger and stronger and everybody that got big and strong will tell you the same damn thing just add weight to your sets of five and you will grow because a muscle get stronger by getting bigger and if you make your sets of five go up in weight then your muscle will get bigger and that is hypertrophy
0: right it's not tied to a specific rep range like eight to twelve reps or whatever it is does not equal hypertrophy no because if you're weak it's not going to do it's not going to do anything you know
1: back when i was trying to do this exercise physiology and at the college level and stuff, none of that made any fucking sense. And they just get in there and mindlessly, these tennis players get in there that are ex-phys majors, get in there and mindlessly repeat what they read out of the book, and it's wrong. Yeah, It's just absolutely wrong. Right. What makes muscles bigger? Lifting heavy weights. What's the best rep range for heavier weights? Sets of five. Therefore, get your set of five up, and you will get bigger. And that's all you need to know. Okay, and all the 8 to 12 reps is just a way for you to get to lift lighter weights. Right? Let's be honest. 12 reps is not as heavy as 5 reps. And they're talking about leg extensions anyway. Right, yep. 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 Let's see. Brian Walker says, I've enjoyed all the books the Asgard Company's published and was wondering if you have anything else in the works well yeah we do we've got an anthology another anthology like strong enough that is in process it's stuck behind the spanish language translation which is being wrapped up as we speak she's about done with that we will be publishing the spanish language translation it's the first time that we will have done a foreign language edition of a book uh, our friend harry fafutus um has made a, a nice Spanish translation of the book and uh, this thing will be available very soon we'll announce it on the website it'll be available on uh, our from our store and it'll be available on amazon.com and uh, we will start selling that oh I don't I think that the, the idea is to have that ready before Christmas. before November, actually. Middle of November have inventory in in inventory even in middle of November. She's just damn near through with it. Nice. So uh we'll see how that goes. And We've got after a... that is my anthology. It's uh uh what did we decide to call that? It's strength. Strength. Uh Commentary, it, practice, and theory. Theory, practice, and commentary. Right. In that order. Theory, theory practice, practice, and commentary. Comment. Three sections of the book. Right. And this is a compilation of you know, and an up an updated version of a bunch of articles I've written. It should be a decent sized book. And uh
0: like an updated strong enough yeah, type. Way, of way
1: updated, strong enough. So uh We've
0: got to find a uh Spanish, uh, somebody to read the book for yeah. an audio version.
1: Audio version of the book in Spanish. Yep. You know, should we have a Castilian Spanish reader or should we have a no, we can't have American any as, Spanish? We
0: can't have any of this th- th- shit. All that lispy no, shit. No, no, I don't no, no, want to no. hear that. No.
1: Even though I'm not going to listen to it, I still don't. You don't want to. It be, would hurt you my don't feelings involved. if it was, yeah. you know, if a lisping person. Yeah,
0: we need to find a, a Texas Spanish. <laughs> Reader, <laughs>
1: get a Mexican. He's
0: a Mexican, yeah. We, should, we could go find one right now. Hold auditions. Bree, look outside. Yeah, hold some See auditions. If there's a Mexican
1: just walking down the street. They do that around here, or something. They do.
0: <laughs> there's a bunch of them down in Del Rio. A whole bunch of them. Yeah.
1: Just got there. Yep. <laughs> hey, stay, come on, stay in the lane. There. Oh, stay in your God lane, really. damn. All right. Cooper W asks, Rip, (laughs) thanks very much for the movie episodes you've been doing. On your recommendation, my father and I watched Silverado for the first time. We absolutely loved it. I wonder if you might be able to recommend some classic comedies. I watched Animal House after you mentioned it on an older episode and laughed harder than I had in years. (laughs) All the more so for how subversive it is in today's political landscape. I followed it up with Caddyshack and Stripes. Both of which hit the spot. Any further recommendations would be greatly appreciated. Well, it just so happens that our next movie show with our friend John Musser is going to deal with comedies.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: We're going to have to do that. We'll do that next week, probably. All right. Shoot it here pretty soon. And uh, I'm
0: interested to hear Musser's opinion
1: on comedy. We've already discussed it. Yeah? We've already discussed good, it. Good, good. And I think we've got a pretty good handle on what we're going to talk All about. All right. Old, new, classic. Excellent. Stuff like that. Uh, I haven't seen a good comedy in a long time. Most of them have already been made. You know? Yeah, and uh, I mean, Animal House is uh, definitely in there. Yep. And I'll save the rest of it for the show. But, okay, good. Oh, uh, there's. Yeah, there's just some astonishing holes in people's movie experience with comedies, and we're going to try to rectify that situation. Okay. <clears throat> Shan says, I have the blue and gray books in both print and audiobook. Per your suggestion in the last q and I've ordered a copy of the Barbell prescription. Will it be coming to audio soon? Also, I know in a previous episode you mentioned if you sent in a tip, Bree would wear the shirt before she sent it. I'm more of a quantity guy over quality when it comes to boobs. So I was wondering if Nick <laughs> could do the same. No homo. The shirt won't fit him. Is this a woman or a man? It's, it's somebody a, that said Shan no, homo, so. Shan. no homo, so it's a dude. No homo must be a dude. Yeah, well. Bigger tip. Yeah, I, I'm do more that. expensive than Bree. Bree needs the money real bad. Yeah. Real bad. So, uh. You know, just try it. Are you selling your underwear yet? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about it or what? Where would I sell it? On the website. <laughs> <Start> <laughs> <straight>. <laughs> uh, okay. On the website. <laughs> uh, where else would you <laughs> sell? <it>? <laughs> underwear. <laughs> well, what you do, you get a you get a batch, of, like you know, find somebody selling them in a the, in a gross. You know, it <laughs> don't have to be real good. You know, <laughs> just put them on, take them off, sell them you need the money, how bad do you need the money? Pretty bad. Well, man, well, just an idea, you know. You have to get staff, to put it on the website. <laughs> how I talked to her about it. How do you photograph this? <laughs> we don't f- have to photograph it. Oh, you you just, just get the underwear and the envelope. Got it. Man, it's quite an opportunity. It is, in fact. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Audio. All right, here's the reason that barbell prescription audio is not available yet. We recorded it a while back. But Amazon has got a requirement that they won't sell an audiobook that's not in an electronic format first. If I got that correct, I, I believe, believe so. I believe that's the case. There's no ebook for barbell prescription yet because we haven't had time to do it. Everything's been in chaos. We had a lawsuit. We've got the end of the fucking world. All of the shit is piled up and then we had to get the And opening twenty six gyms. Twenty There's six that gyms are being too. open all over the place. We've got a lot on our plate right now. And we haven't had time to do an e book for barbell prescription. The the recording has already been done. And it's not gonna be the whole book. It's just gonna be the non and nobody wants to listen to programs, lists of programs if you've got the, the Uh, audio book of the practical programming for strength training third edition, then you'll know that we don't just sit around and read the work, the programs because that nobody wants to see that. And there's a lot of that in barbell prescription that didn't get read. All that, that we recorded was the uh, actual information in the front of the book that's already been done. And uh, Dr. Sullivan recorded it. It's been quite some time ago and we're just waiting through the process of uh, getting it set up, it'll eventually be released though. So uh, you'll have to—you won't have to read anymore. We know why you want the audio book, so you don't have to actually do the reading part. I understand you're in your car a lot. Just plug it in, listen to it on the way to work, right? Yeah. No homo. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Is there any adapt adaptation value, even a little bit, in performing heavy negatives, heavier than your one RPM? RPM. RPM. Rounds per minute. Reps. That's that's for that's gotta be ballistics.
0: A, that's got to be a. Uh, that's a typo. That's a uh, autocorrect thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: heavier than your one RM for for the press or bench, assuming it could even be done safely, spotters, et cetera. I'm thinking advanced stage, not novice, possibly as an additional technique to help nudge through a plateau. Example using negatives when people are trying to achieve their first pull-up or chin. Eccentric contraction training letter helps them to achieve uh, concentric contraction of the same body weight. That's what sparked my curiosity, or is the pull-up example something different? Well, the pull-up example is something different because you're talking about someone who's too weak to actually do a chin, getting strong enough to do a chin by doing the negative versus somebody that's benching 365 using, oh, what, 395 for negatives. They're not the same thing. They're not the same level of stress. Uh... I don't know of a better way to develop a real nasty dose of tendonitis than do a bunch of heavy negatives on bench presses. Yeah, that's a real good way to fuck a whole bunch of stuff up, yeah and uh, I don't recommend that If you want to do it, just do one set.
0: Well, and how do you how are you going to get the bar off?
1: You're off not. You? You're going to have to have a spotter and unload the bar. You're going to have to have some safety set up so you don't get killed in case you actually do fail, right? Or in case your pec tears, yeah, during the course of the movement pattern, which and that happens. Yep. You know, that's. I, I wouldn't do that. All right, I wouldn't do that. You don't want your bench up so bad that you risk a pec tear. All right and. A, a pec tear is bad. Once it starts, you can't get away from it. You can't drop it like you can a deadlift. Right. You know, once your pec starts tearing during the eccentric portion of a deadlift, of a bench press rather, then it's going to continue to tear. Yep. And you're going to have a pec tear, yep. and it's going to be bad, and you're never going to be the same.
0: And there's there's nothing you, in a press that uh, just pressing or doing partials. Uh, pin presses or something.
1: Pin presses There's are... There's nothing that a negative will get you that no. those two things don't already do for and, you. Because how are you going to set up a negative press? Yeah, I don't know. Take it out of the rack at the top position and lower it. And then where do you put lower it? Lower a weight down to your shoulders that you actually can't press. Yeah, where are you going to put it after? <laughs> <laughs> I'd I wouldn't do that. Yeah. All right. The uh, potential for... Fucking something up is real high. Right. In a situation like that. So no, I you know, all this bodybuilding shit from the nineteen eighties. You guys get over that, and it's 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 not necessary. It doesn't work, and it's uh, of limited value. Okay. All right. Thanks for, Marty Fox says, thanks for answering all my other dumb questions so far. This one may be a read the blue book question. In the bench press, what are some of the differences in anatomical position and advantages, disadvantages to having an elevated heel, lifting shoe, or lower bench height? Starting strength bench being 17 versus 18 inches. Are you asking me seriously about a heel on your shoe for the bench press? Marty, Marty, have you not got other shit to worry about? <laughs> What's this thing about the bench height though? Seventeen <laughs> versus bench 18? being seventeen versus eighteen inches. Eighteen the 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 seventeen inches is the IPF bench. Yep. All right, eighteen inches is you're going to have to be reaching down for the floor. Right, unless you're a big, tall person, you don't want to use an 18 inch bench.
0: Well, everybody's everybody's benched on a one of the, an adjustable bench. Yeah. that's too tall, and you you can't get a good setup you on it. You're not get, tight. You
1: can't wad yourself up under the bar yeah. like you can if you've got good heel Contact dig the floor. Right. into the floor. Yep, uh, and that's
0: why we'll put plates under a short person's feet. Right.
1: You know, so because you have to be connected to the floor. Yep. Now, the whole body is not in the kinetic chain of the movement, but the whole body does brace the kinetic chain. Right. And if the bench is too tall, but I don't know about the heels. I, I don't guess I understand Marty's question. Yeah, whatever gets you
0: good contact, whether it, yeah. if it's the heel
1: or putting a plate, doesn't matter. So, anyway, Marty... Come on. All right? What are your thoughts on the seated cable row versus T-bar row versus one-arm dumbbell row? <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten bored with barbell rows. I want to swap in another row variation for 8 to 12 weeks. If you're going to drop barbell rows out, what would you replace it with? I'm 54, 240, two years out of NLP, early intermediate lifter leaning towards seated cable rows by gym has facilities for multiple options tom if you want to do dumbbell rows you go ahead and do dumbbell rows you'll notice they're not in any of our programs Now, you might want to think about why that is all right but all these other bullshit ymca exercises here they're just fuck just enjoy yourself you know yeah pick one and run you it until it one stops and, working and and learn about how things like that stop making improvement very very soon about week right. week yeah. five mm-hmm. maybe yeah. if that you had five six weeks out of them that's all yep all right let's see jack bissett i have a similar question to one i asked a couple of weeks ago jack you're hugging the goddamn Q and A time here, right? Well, I'll go ahead and read it anyway. If someone wanted to specialize in the bench press rather than the press, what would it look like? Would you bench three or four times a week? What would those sessions look like in terms of intensity and volume? Well, uh, a lot of people would rather not press overhead. We include the press in the movement in the and programming because it keeps your shoulders healthy. If you're going to bench press four days a week, you're going to be hurt pretty quick. You're going to aggravate a bunch of shit, and you're going to have tendinitis, and, uh, unless you're just not benching any weight. Uh, I think probably the most frequently, most good power lifters bench is three days, and one of those is a light day. And I don't really see any point in doing more than two a week. Uh, you know, one day ought to be, you know, five sets of five, and the other day ought to be rotate between singles, doubles, and triples, something like that. You know, just the standard stuff we've already written about in the in the seminal work entitled <laughs> "Practical Programming for Strength Training." <laughs> third seminal
0: work, yes. Specialization for bench is more in terms of rep range and not in terms of frequency, like yeah. like it would be for the press, you know. Because again, it's the practice thing with the be- You don't right. need to pa- practice the bench a bunch. No, it you just don't needs need to, to practice be heavy.
1: the bench a bunch once you learn how to do it. But if you ten- if you do too many bench press workouts, all the little shitty structures in your shoulder and your elbows are going to get irritated. Right. The press is the, the bench press is the most tendonitis prone lift in the gym. And once you get that shit started, man, it's it's hard to heal it up.
0: Yep. Yeah, but just like you don't need to squat four days a week. No. You know, it. it you
1: don't need to bench four days a week. No. Advanced lifters don't squat four days a week. It yep. doesn't do anything but make you beat up right. and tired. I've done it, and it – works for about three weeks and then you start getting where you just can't get recovered it's just too damn much training volume i don't care how many drugs you're taking how much you're eating you just can't get recovered from a four day a week squat program you can't pull heavy three days a week you can't do it you can't get recovered but don't believe me because you're not anyway try it for yourself and write everything down and then get back to us all right Let's see here. Toby Ten says, "I felt starting strength when trying to learn about barbell training, but stayed for your opinions outside of strength and conditioning." You mean from things that are outside my lane? Oh, wow, look at that. Well, here's it. This is contrary opinion. <laughs> what we'd previously heard, I come from the Philippines, and we've been on lockdown since March 2020. Elections are coming up, and I fear that the current administration, politicians are going to use the vaccines and ivermectin to buy votes from impoverished communities. Any thoughts on how to convince people not to take these vaccine bribes? Uh, No way to do it. uh, Toby, here's the deal. We're in a major restructuring period right now. This doesn't have anything to do with the virus. Anybody that's thought about this has already come to that conclusion. This is not about a disease with a survival rate of 99.97 percent. Because it's just the arithmetic is not there. This is not Ebola. This is not smallpox. This is the flu and the numbers show you that this is just the flu okay it's all it is it's the flu so how do you convince the 90% of the pop 90% of the population who are stupid enough to just disregard the fact that the number is 99.97% survival rate from an infection how do you talk to them you can't. You can't. Because they don't know. They believe. Two different processes. Belief and knowledge. Okay. And people who are willing to believe that they need to stay locked up in their house to avoid catching a disease that 9997 percent of people survive you can't be reasoned with so there's nothing you can do the only thing you can do is cover your own ass terribly important concept now cover your own ass do not blindly do what you're told because that makes you a slave not a human You want
0: to add to that? No, I mean all the information we need. Like in, in what reality, yeah. in what timeline, does a video like the one that just came out from Project Veritas, where you have three Pfizer imp- scientists, yes. saying what we what everybody already knows. You know, your antibodies work better than the vaccine. Yeah, n- no basis for these mandates None. at all. Uh, how does that not immediately just just halt everything? Huh? But, it, it only happens when everything's, compl- will see the video. when everything's completely fucked up.
1: Yeah, nobody will see the video. And no, the but, mainstream press, the state-run media, doesn't talk about it. No, they're just, not going to talk about just it. Just
0: silence. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's all you need to know, man. It's uh, know, it's on you.
1: Here we are, you know, a couple of days away, a couple of days out from a thousand Southwest airline flights being canceled because of vaccine mandates. Yep. Not a word. And not a peep. Not yep. a peep from the propaganda machine. Right. Not, not a, a word. peep. Yeah. You didn't make this up, you know. If you get online and and look around, they still allow the internet to operate. I don't know how much longer that's going to last, but you 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 have access to the information if you want to look. Yep. But most people won't look.
0: Well, and even even if they even if they agree, the problem is, and and it the whatever whatever they want to happen is going to happen because they're just going to wear everybody down, right? In order yep. for you to live your life. You're going to have to do this thing right and you're, you're like gonna, oh, oh, shit. well i need a job vaccine just shut
1: up and get it done so Gotta i pay can my get bills back to, you know
0: got to pay my bills
1: you know yep just think cover your ass all i can tell you my friend uh andy says rogue has a documentary coming out on terry todd do you know him or have any stories about his importance, influence on strength sports? Thanks. Well, I'm probably the wrong person to ask about Terry Todd. All right. Uh, Terry Todd lived in Austin for a long time. And, uh, you know, this is during a time when we were all involved in powerlifting, and Terry never put anything back into that sport. He held one meet a year, I think, for the ADFPA, which is what they used to call what is now USA Powerlifting. And uh, he didn't coach anybody. I never heard anybody, but he coached. Uh, and I was raised by Bill Starr, who didn't like Terry at all. Uh, lots of people from that from that era at York Barbell didn't like Terry. Now, I don't know him. I don't know him personally. His wife, Jan, is a, a sweet lady. I've met her several times. She's a very sweet lady. Uh, but uh remember toward the end of Bill's life, he got kind of cranky, and he— uh, in one of his letters to me he compared me to Terry Todd <laughs> and I called him up got him on the phone I said look motherfucker I've never compared you to Terry Todd because he was trying to hurt me when he said that who said this now? Bill oh Bill Bill compared you to Terry Todd yes yeah. oh shit and He he was trying to be ugly and he did I know what he thought of Todd yep and uh, you know I don't know I just my personal experience with him was zero my professional experience with him was that he did not participate Hmm. he didn't help anybody that I know of now there'll probably be people that say I'm wrong that's just been my experience so you know I don't know what uh, uh, he certainly had a Announcing gig with ABC Sports. When every time they covered anything that was about powerlifting or weightlifting, they called on him, and he was the color commentator. You know, he made money for years doing that.
0: i never heard of him. Well,
1: but well, there didn't really any reason you would have yep. because he, you know, he was uh, he was a decent lifter. He wasn't, you know world-class lifter back in the 60s. He was a decent lifter. 70s. 60s and 70s he competed. But he was... Uh, I don't know. Most uh, most of the guys I know didn't like him. But, you know. It's a little
0: bit unrelated, but what was well, the... Do you remember uh, we were in some city. I want to say it was maybe Atlanta, maybe somewhere on the west coast, but... You remembered that there was a famous old gym, and we went to visit.
1: Yeah, uh, where was that? It was on a second floor. Uh, that was uh, was that in California? I remember going up the stairs.
0: Yeah, we went up the stairs. The uh, only place we went in California was L.A.
1: But you had we been were there. In San Diego. Oh,
0: San Diego. Yeah, maybe we it was in San Diego.
1: Diego quite a bit. I, you know, I got. It's been a long time. I can't remember Damn, what that was. Damn, I wish was. I
0: could remember where that was.
1: But that was a. Yeah, classic place. If I think about it, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll talk, talk about We'll talk about that. it in yep. a subsequent episode. <clears throat> All right. Uh, now, uh, Rip, is overtraining just a more severe case of systemic fatigue or are they the same thing? I have certainly experienced systemic fatigue. He's saying that like it's an accepted term but it was nothing that missing a lift day hitting a drive-through and sleeping in didn't fix there are different things can you contrast those differences in their remedies also why can overtraining be so severe for the advanced lifters and why is finding a sweet spot between under training and overtraining so touchy we go into great detail about this in the gray book. So, um, what I'd say is, yes, overtraining can't be fixed by, uh, resting a little more one night because overtraining takes a long time to accumulate. and takes a long time to heal up because of the, the many levels it affects your physiology. It's, it's endocrine. It's, Inflammatory, it's all kind of things going on at the same time that take time to develop and take a lot of time to to heal up. Now, I, I think that that overtraining is primarily a function of advanced lifting and overestimating your ability to recover. Uh, you you don't realize as you get deeper and deeper into your training that you don't have to do as much volume as they say. You not do as much tonnage as you did when you were building the strength that you currently have. Like an advanced lifter somebody squatting up in the 7s, for example, doesn't do 5 sets of 5 with 6 and a quarter. You can't recover you can't recover. You beat the shit out of yourself because you fail to appreciate the curve of the line. The slope of the line flattens as you get further along in your training. And you have to respect that. The, the tonnage, the level, of, the amount of tonnage that built the strength in the fours and five hundreds in the squat cannot be used as a training load if you're squatting 750 800 pounds you can't do it you because you can't recover it beats the piss out of you too bad and this is but this is a failure on your part to appreciate the fact that the quality of the intensity the quality of the of the stress of multiple reps at 800 pounds is not the same as the quality of stress of multiple reps at 455 it's a completely different thing you advance beyond the need for huge amounts of tonnage as you get real real strong and if you fail to appreciate that you're going to get overtrained you're going to hurt something you're going to get everything inflamed you're going to get knee tendinitis and you're going to you know Everything's going to hurt all the time. You can't push through pain effectively. Your shoulders and your elbows are going to flare up, and and you're just going to be you're going to be a a lump of goo.
0: Yeah, but on that uh, on that note, most of these guys walking around are not overtrained. No, most people are not capable they're, they're of just, overtraining. They're just under recovered.
1: They're just under recovered, and right. they haven't like trained hard enough. And these idiots that want to talk about you know doing eight sets of seven with you know, seventy percent. Yep, they're not doing that with seven eighty five. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So overtraining is is uh is not going to be a consideration for most people because it's overtraining it, you, is you can't do it. It's, you
1: can't overtrain a novice. Basically, yeah. you know, you can if you're if you, you know, are a heinous abuser of human beings, but you're, you know, over overtraining is not a problem for novices. Right. It is usually not a prog- problem for intermediate lifters and a- advanced lifters which most people are not exactly do not experience advanced lifters run the biggest risk we overtraining, right because they fail to appreciate that the work that built that tremendous strength has already been done and there's not much left to do and if you keep beating on the same process that generated strength when you were a novice and an intermediate lifter, you're you're not going to get recovered from it. Your approach has to change as you, you know, you've been lifting six or seven years now, and you've got to learn as you go forward that you don't need the same levels of tonnage to generate the stress because the intensity is now so high. And that's the easiest way to explain it. This again, it's in the gray book. Read it. Okay. One more thing, I was in gyms for a very long time without getting very strong. Learning how to get strong and making the strength gains that I have are all a direct result of what I've learned from you, mostly online and mostly for free. I truly cannot thank you enough. Well, he's not eligible for comments from the haters. (laughs) That's it? That was the last one? That's the last one.
0: Mostly stayed in your lane. Mostly. One, one question.
1: One question was out of my lane. Yeah. Yep. And just fast forward through that. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we time these, so
1: yeah. it should be easy enough. Yeah, they, you know, the, the transcript is right down there at the bottom of it. Right. Just fast forward to the to the other lane. <laughs> right. Sometimes my judgment is not good. Can't pour it out.
0: You don't want to waste four ninety nine. No. <laughs> That'd be wrong. That'd be wrong. I mean it's not Jameson, right? <laughs> no. After
1: all, it's not Jameson. <laughs> all right. Thanks. For being here. It's Friday. Not Friday. It's Friday. And uh We'll see you next Friday, right here Starting Stardust shrink
0: What's the word? Come the bird.
2: What's the price? Flirt it twice. When you cop, go on a shop.
1: What's the thrill?